0: I'd like to buy the world a home And furnish it with love Grow apple trees and honey bees Snow white turtle doves, of course I'd like to teach the world to do Some fantasy podcasts like me Oh yeah, I'd like to buy that world a Coke Because Diet Coke's for me it's real big joe loves the coca-cola too he likes to drink some diet coke and it keeps him company oh big joe's number one coke will change the world coca-cola and big joe for me oh yeah coke Who's recording this? This is my personal time in my office. Turn that thing off. Turn it off. Uh, Big Joey on the fan.
1: Uh,
0: Big Joe back in the fan. Uh, the eight o'clock rush hour hour we are here with a morning cup of joe uh with my co-host stiff greg uh stiff how are you doing there today
1: good morning joe
0: happy thursday uh it is a very happy thursday uh as we have a thursday football day uh the week three matchups begin uh we have quite uh, a, quite a few big matchups including uh, Big Joe uh, versus uh, Lim Macalada, uh, two two and O squads uh, teammate versus uh, Mary Head CD lamb or whatever that is I don't know I I had a t- I had a tape deck when I was um, when I was in high school uh, in NA tracks I don't know anything about the CDs still yet um, a matchup of two dregs uh, Wil- Wilhammmed Wado and uh, Mr. T and the Fools. Uh, Jamal versus yourself. Sniff Greg, of course, that should be a blowout. Um, Brando versus Ricardo. And another cake matchup for Brando. And then Heisenberg versus Vilma Fett, which on paper looks close. But, you know, Heisenberg will probably shit the bed. Um, But enough about the games. Um, We will leave that for the fastest two minutes. Uh, What I am seeing so far is um, a couple of squads at the top that you could certainly question whether or not they should be there. Uh, The top six looks about like the top six. Where they finish will be the question with the remaining 12 weeks we have in the season. Uh, Stiff Greg, uh, any comments here on week
1: three and where we stand? Yeah, I mean, uh, I I think I've realized that it's, it's not that hard to be in the top six. There's a few teams that are just so bad that uh, it's, it's pretty open. You know, if you have a decent squad, you got a good shot at making the playoffs.
0: Um, I think that at this point, we know there are three teams, of course, known as the Dregs that will not be in the playoffs. Uh, Wilhelm Eduardo, Ricardo, and the Coach Mato. Um, you then have Mr. T and the Fools. That's 0-2, not looking good so far that you would say is on the fringe of dropping into that drag category, at least in 2021. Um, and then you have everybody else, which, um, I think we are looking at eight teams for six spots. Uh, any
1: thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, uh, Steve, certainly borderline drag at this point, I'd, I'd actually think he's closer to drag than, than any type of mid tier team. Um, but it's interesting when you break it down that way. You have eight teams, six spots. Uh, if you're a bubble team like a Heisenberg or a Brando, I, I think you got to push forward and, and try to make a move to solidify your spot. Uh, but it seems like both those guys are, are afraid to uh, to get better. Well, Brando's afraid, and, and Heisenberg just doesn't have the assets to do so. Um.
0: The problem that you have, and everybody, uh, I know Heisenberg will say, oh, I I can get picks anytime I want, of course. Um, And he can get some picks if he can find trade partners because there are no trade partners, okay? The teams that have the picks uh, are not looking to make any deals. Um, Wilhelm Eduardo, um, he reached out to Wilhelm Eduardo. One of the things I wanted to discuss, and I reached out to Eduardo uh, multiple times um, uh, yesterday evening um, as well as Heisenberg to confirm this rumor, uh, and Eduardo uh, had no comment, of course, uh, that Heisenberg offered Calvin Ridley um, and Singletary. Eduardo for Kyle Pitts. Um, he was told first that uh, it would require four to five firsts to move a tight end that is, had about 20 points so far in his career. Uh, and he did not even acknowledge the Calvin Ridley and Singletary offer. So uh, what are your thoughts there on Eduardo really tying his boat, as they say, nowhere,
1: to Kyle Pitts? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think it's a big gamble for a team that that needs a lot of help, uh, you know, if he was a, a true contender and said, you know what, I'm going to ride or die with Pitts, that's fine. But he's got too much relying on him and not enough pieces elsewhere that I think he should cash out high and uh, continue the rebuild. You know, uh, keep Chase its building block and just turn Pitts into either another receiver and some picks or, you know, maximize his haul uh, and, and really start to turn his team around uh let me tell you i i've known eduardo uh since grade school Okay, guy
0: um eduardo um did not used to be afraid like this i don't he was burnt a number of times big joe um, he's dealt with lots of injuries and even deaths on his roster uh chris henry as an example who was thrown off a pickup truck um and passed away uh i think he's afraid to make a move because if i'm eduardo i have lots of picks I don't need more picks. You know, I don't need more picks, but I need some players. And if you can get some real players, some cornerstone pieces, and the question is, is Calvin Ridley still a cornerstone piece? Um, The rankings say yes. My eye says no. I don't like the Atlanta Falcons offense. Uh, I don't like Calvin Ridley's injury history, especially in going back to college with that uh, chronic knee. Uh, But do you find those guys to build around and make the move? um most teams need a solid tight end and may have some players to give up i would try to get two to three building blocks um young players that i could build around then you have to decide who those players are if you feel it's calvin ridley by all means i think that then enough value in my opinion even i'm not the biggest calvin ridley fan right now but I think that's plenty of value, but if you can get more than that on top, and Heisenberg obviously has no picks, so he's not dealing with picks, but if he can get a few players, I mean, I think that's an offer you can't refuse, as they say in The Godfather. Uh, any thoughts?
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely agree. Uh, I, I'm suspect of Calvin Ridley and, and that whole Atlanta Falcons offense, but uh, the reality is Pitts is part of that offense, so uh, making that swap is is – it's not terrible, in my opinion. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd probably prefer Pitts, but uh, if Heisenberg throws in a pick or another, you know, flyer, uh, I could see it getting done.
0: Um, absolutely. Uh, uh, one of the other things that had come up, uh, there's some chatter from the Champions podcast, of course, uh, because two of their teams are 2-0 and and one is 0-2. What I would say um, in my new age analysis, I know they're still working on the old kind of the old style of uh, management. Um, I have not really been that impressed with Vilma Fett thus far. Um, I'm looking at that squad and you have to still, of course, like Mahomes. uh, Taylor has been disappointing thus far, but I think he has enough of a track record last year that you would hope he bounces back. Harris is still an unknown. Um, he, his rank is high. Uh, they review him highly. He's projected highly every week, but I can tell you that his stock percentage is starting to drop. Um, it is now below ninety six percent and ninety five percent. So there are some skeptics there. Um, Calvin Sutton is obviously a question mark every week. Talented player, but a question mark nonetheless. Um, Andrews is a sneaky type, good tight end. I like I like Andrews. Um, I do. Uh, Bob Woods, uh, has obviously become the number two option there to Cooper cup, who is exceptional. Um, and of course, Koo, who carried him last year is due for a down year. When you look at the bench, not an overall, overall fan of most of the players there. I think it's a average to below average bench. Um, Hardman has not come on as expected. Chalk is, is chalk. And when chalk is chalk, he's chalk. um, and the only player there that I personally like is Jamal Williams, um, his brother uh, Javante Williams, um, but he is splitting carries with the great Melvin Gordon. Um, any thoughts on the Velvet Fett franchise?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, both both him and Steve probably whip out a typewriter to write down all of their analytics, but
0: uh, yeah, well, of course.
1: The uh, the reality is uh, he's. They're in, they're in rough shape, both of them. Uh, you know, I, I'd like to comment on Jonathan Taylor for a minute. Uh, frankly, I'm, I'm really nervous about that whole Colts team. Pence uh, is proven to be very injury-prone. Prone. Uh, his, his backup's Eason. I mean, he was my guy when I had him, but uh, frankly, he's a pile of garbage. I was just trying to pawn him off on some sucker. Uh, of course, of course. If, if that team can't move the ball... And Hines is going to take all the passing work. I mean, Jonathan Taylor might drop to the RB2 range, you know, maybe a top 15 to 18 guy. Uh, I'm not thrilled with that if I'm Dan.
0: Um, No, I think that – so, rumors one is that I've heard that they are on uh, Windows 95. Um, uh, I still remember the Windows 95 – Boot up when I was a child, of course. Um, I also heard that they uh they get mail obviously when they log on via dial up internet to record the podcast. Um, I actually um, have some inside information um coming from a planted sound device in the Champs Podcast uh, recording studio. Let me play that for you, Greg, and get your thoughts. Uh, this is them prior to starting their analytics engine and podcast. Okay. Um, some may rec- recognize that as the Windows 95 startup music. Um, that is the operating system they are on currently. Um, And then there was even more disturbing news as we continued on. Um, This was logging onto the internet. Of course, the first the silence, then you, you hear something along the lines of this.
1: Big Joe, you still there? Might have lost you.
0: Uh, no, Big Joe is here. Did you hear uh, that was dial-up internet?
1: Yes, yes, yes. I uh, I just assumed it cut out because uh, the internet was so poor.
0: Yeah, um, somebody's sister must have been on the phone when they were trying to dial in, of course. And um, they probably had some connection issues there. Uh, but so let me ask you, Stiff, Greg, um, I think you directly had called out the champs podcast there for really just being way behind the times on the analytics. Um, what are your thoughts really there as to why they have not adapted the new age techniques? Now I would say Derek, from what I've seen has um, adapted quite a few of the new age techniques. And that's why I think he continues to be competitive year in and year out. Um, what are your thoughts on, on the champs podcast use of old style Really
1: antiquated analytics. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's it's holding them back. Uh, you know, Dan had a nice run last year, uh, so I can't I can't hate on him too much. But I mean, every single year, Steve is just falling further and further behind. Uh, I I can't wrap my head around not trading one of Hawkinson or Kittle. It just does not make sense given his squad. And it's like he has the worst parts of of certain offenses. You know, uh, I don't. I don't want Fournette. Evans is now on a complete timeshare with Brown and Godwin. He's getting older too. Um, you know, on the Bengal side, he has Burrow and he has Higgins. And honestly, I'd rather have Chase and Mixon. So if if you pick the the poor parts of an offense, he's got him. But uh, he's he's got to make some moves quick because. Uh, that team's staring down the barrel of a long rebuild.
0: Um, luckily, I think he, uh, Wilhelm Eduardo couldn't have come at a better time for for Steve's franchise. A loss to Wilhelm Eduardo, I think, you know, signals absolute full full uh, de- demolition and rebuild. You can't lose to Wilhelm Eduardo. Um, it just can't happen. So, um, chances are he does win, but if there's any type of, if it's a competitive game, um, we're really going to need to reevaluate that squad. Um, What I would say is uh, I have a lot of respect for the chance podcast. Uh, I do. Um, What I would also say is it's like, uh, it's like how big Joe respects uh, George Washington. Um, Big Joe respects George Washington. Um, American revolution, uh, every hero. Uh, commander of the army uh, during the time when we freed ourselves from British tyranny. Um, He was a great president and champion for his time. Um, But would I call George Washington up now? Now, if George Washington was alive, of course he's dead. But would would I call him up if he was alive today? to command an army for the united states of america absolutely not um he would have them in a military formation or maybe have mel gibson of course command some type of scavenger army which would uh take down the british soldiers but if you brought them into china today they would just get blown away as they would stand in a line loading muskets while china would throw biological weapons grenades uh, nuclear bombs, et cetera. Um, it's, it's just a new it's a new age George Washington wouldn't know what to do. Um, back in 1776, when George Washington was George Washington, he was George Washington. And there was nobody better. Um, George Washington today, um, really should just stick to the one bill in the quarter um, and be remembered for what he is, which is a former champion and a former great in the United States history.
1: Uh, Any thoughts there, Steve, Greg? Yeah, I think it's a great comparison. Uh, Both Washington and and Steve's team are both dead. Uh, You know, They're pretty valueless. Washington's on a dollar bill. Steve's team is trash. Uh, And to be frank, neither of them have been good in years. So uh, excellent comparison. That's the type of analysis that we bring here on the number one pod. And uh, we don't have an antiquated way of thinking. Like That's cool. That is why we
0: are absolutely number one. Um, we've even had now we're very critical of the Heisenberg franchise and Heisenberg was clamoring for our week two recap on Tuesday. He couldn't help himself but reach out. Uh, we were already, of course, recording, uh, but we have fans nationwide. We have fans globally. Um, we are on Spotify. Um, all I can say is we're number one. Uh, the number one podcast out there today. Um, I do have a little bit of news, uh, Steve Greg. You wouldn't even know about this news yet, but I am in talks. I am in talks with one of the members of the Champs podcast, um, Steve. Um, he is interested in doing a thirty-four thirty on Big Joe and his origins and where he started, where he got his start from childhood to today, um, what made him so great and what made him really just strive to be the number one podcast um, and the number one source for Dynasty information in the world. Um, We are in discussions now um, as far as what type of payment uh, I will be able to receive for that but this is something that's in the works and could be done by the end of the year. Um, Something to really look forward to um, and collaboration of the number one and number two podcasts. So that is some breaking news here. Uh, Stiff Greg, before we hit the fastest two minutes, um, anything to say uh, heading into your week three matchup, of course, with tomorrow, um, or any uh, quick hitting items
1: you would like to discuss? uh no i i think we covered everything uh i'm looking forward to uh getting back on the horse this week against Jamardo, but uh i'm sure we'll cover that in the next segment
0: uh absolutely uh stiff it is september 23rd 2021 it is a thursday we have a game tonight um i'll be waiting all day for thursday night i don't wait all day for sunday night i watch football all day I'm watching football all day on Sunday. I'm not waiting for Sunday night. I don't know why they say that. Uh, But I am waiting for Thursday night, um, as I will slave away, and as as will you. And most of the fantasy football world will slave away at their desks, of course, with Yahoo or Sleep App, which will be down, of course, most likely. But if it isn't down, it will be open, uh, reviewing your lineup for the week. Um, Everyone has a dream of, of victory and moving into that playoff mix with the exception, of course, of the Dregs. Um, But this is week three in the league, where they play for back. Matchup number one, halfbacks of Brooklyn, of course, Big Joe versus uh, Matt Galata squad. Uh, Galata has a slight edge in points projected right now. Uh, Big Joe is on a very big hot streak most points scored in the league top two receivers I'm going big Joe in this one how about you Steph Greg Uh, I'm going big Joe Matt's good at this point right, we're in agreement there next matchup is a matchup of early season Titans 2-0 Derek versus 2-0 team 8 teammate has a huge point projection advantage here who are you going with I am going with teammate Uh, teammate in a romp oh romp oh wow that's a good prediction Uh, Next one is uh, the opposite. It's a matchup of early season dregs, uh, Wilhelm Eduardo, Vizzini. Um, I'm going to go with an upset here in uh, Wilhelm Eduardo.
1: Yeah, Wilhelm Eduardo,
0: and I don't think it's close. Wow. Uh, Next one is, of course, yourself versus Jamato. Let's not even bother. You should take this one in um, possibly by 100-plus points. Your thoughts? Uh,
1: Agreed. All right. Uh, Next one, Brandado
0: versus Ricardo. Another uh, beat down here. I think Brandado wins this one. Ricardo is banished to the basement at 0-3. Your thoughts?
1: Yeah, Brandon's got an easy schedule this week. So, uh, going Brando.
0: Okay. Um, Then an interesting matchup here. Uh, Vilma Fett, who is 2-0, but has underperformed points-wise. Heisenberg always has high hopes, uh, but usually underperforms. I'm going to go with an upset here and take uh, Heisenberg.
1: Yeah, I'm actually going to take Heisenberg too. I think we're completely aligned. Wow. Heisenberg to two and one for the first time ever.
0: Hot take. And that's the sports.